my normal car dealership does uh, twice a year. It does a free oil cha- oil change, and one time of the year, it's always uh, for a Christmas present. Well, my dealership is in the city. Oh, okay. And I really didn't feel like, you know, driving all the way into the city. Mm-hmm. So I took it to my local one. And the guy was really great about it. He goes, you know what, we're going to give it to Since you came here, instead of going to your normal one and getting your free one, we're going to go ahead and give you the um, the coupon discount on it. And he goes, oh, you're, you are up for, for a tire rotation. It's like, okay, how much is that going to cost? He goes, that's only another $20. It's like, take them tires, baby. <laughs> that's not that bad for a tire rotation, actually. No, especially when it's at a dealership. Yeah. Because my car's still under warranty, so it's kind of like everything. I'm going. I'm still going to the dealership. <laughs> well, hey, why not? You know. <laughs> yeah. So I have a seven-year or seventy-thousand-mile warranty on my car. Mm. Uh, my car is still under twenty thousand miles. <laughs> Well, yeah, because, I mean, you're only driving it to work. I'm not even driving it right now. <laughs> well, that's right, because you're telecommuting. Yes. <laughs> so you're only taking it to doctor's appointments. I'm not even really doing it to that. Uh, Mom takes oh, me to wow. all my appointments simply because of um, the fact that I panic when it starts to rain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it makes the she... driving a little harder, and you've still got the bum knee, and that's on yeah. your right leg. Oh, uh, left leg. Or left leg. Well, but still. Yeah, it's still not in the greatest of shapes, and I still get the shocks. So yeah. it's kind of like, you know... The, and any sort of form of inclement weather does not help situations when you're no. trying to control a vehicle which weighs several tons and is going, what, at least 40 to 50 miles an hour at any given time. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I went in and I had the oil change. And, you know, I the one thing that was um, odd was they put on the back of the, on the back of the thing, you know, you know, animal droppings around um the battery. Which scared the heck out of me because I had had my car over at a friend's house and they had seen when my car was there, they had seen rats running around. Ooh. Dear Lord, a rat got up underneath the the, uh, the hood of my car. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that like, would not be okay. good. No, so it's like I had to call him back. It's like, okay, what kind of animal droppings were they, and how fresh were they? <laughs> yeah, because you definitely don't want somebody in there chewing at anything. Exactly. And he goes, well, they were pretty fresh. Um, and they weren't rats, and so my mother said she's been seeing a lot of rabbits around. So it's like, okay, if it's a rabbit, okay, fine. <laughs> They're probably just hopping up there trying to get away from my dog. 
Yeah. And they won't chew through anything, so it's kind of like, okay, yeah, they can chill. <laughs> but you know, it's big enough that way they won't really get stuck inside anything. Or they exactly. should be able to crawl into a small space where they can get stuck. Yeah, I just don't want to hear. I just don't want to all of a sudden turn on my car and, and hear splat. Yeah, no. That, that, that would not be a good thing. That would not be good for poor Thumper. No. <laughs> yeah. And I would feel very bad for Thumper at that point. Then um, my mother and I, we went out to um, dinner at our favorite Mexican restaurant, which is called Pepe's, and it's a local chain, not a local franchise. Mm-hmm. And we have a waiter there that, if he's not there, we won't we won't stay, we will leave. <laughs> On the account of we have him trained perfectly, he knows exactly what we like to drink. He knows exactly how we like our drinks. He knows exactly what we like for our appetizer. He knows exactly what my mother likes for dinner. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, once you get those waiters trained, you know, it's kind of hard to train a new one. Exactly. And the funniest thing is, he had left for about a year and a half, and we decided one day to go back because he had gone um, to Mexico to help his parents. Mm-hmm. And we found that, found out he came back. And okay. he still remembered everything. That's good. It was like, well, has not been here for a year and a half, and he still remembers everything about how we like things. That is rather impressive. Yes. Uh, the last time we had been there was uh, October, just before Halloween, and we had taken my uncle there because he was in the mood for Mexican. and. We said, well, why don't we go to Peppy's, and but let's go to the Peppy's by us because, you know, the waiter there is really nice, and all of that. So he said, okay, now, okay, let's go. And we went, and you know, he was like really impressed because like, I said, guy had our drinks <laughs> right down pat, and we got we got in there and we sat down and he he. And he asked, "Where's the, where's your your uh, your brother, or your uncle, or or or, or your cousin, who, or whoever the the gentleman was that was with you before? Where is he at?" <laughs> so he remembered everybody and remembered all your stuff. Even a year yeah. later. No, actually, it was a, just a couple of months ago. Oh, cool! That we brought my uncle, and he remembered who he was to bring them the next time we come. <laughs> Those are the orders. We have to bring them the next time we come. <laughs> well, it sounds so, like another family outing to do then. Yes. So that was my... That was my big adventure um, this last week. 
Well, yeah, so. my weekly adventure was basically I stayed inside and watched YouTube and played Pokemon. Oh, yeah, that's what I did on Saturday night. I totally came home and I, from dinner, and I thought, okay, I want to play Pokemon for, like, a little bit, and then I need to get to work and do some work. And, yeah, um... All of a sudden, I realized it was on uh, nine o'clock. <laughs> that happens with Pokemon, <laughs> and it was seven o'clock when I started playing. Yeah, um, you can lose track of time. <laughs> it's very so, easy so to I do. Have, so I have noticed. <laughs> So I've decided I need to start taking and putting time limits on how long I play for. I put a timer on. <laughs> that happens with me in a lot of video games, unfortunately. Um, it, it used to be a lot worse. I have been getting a lot better about timing myself and not spending all day playing a given game. But uh, the worst was the Assassin's Creed games. I would lose all track of time playing that. Oh, I didn't know it. The Sims yeah. games, I I would do that too. My <laughs> mother would actually have to get up and tell me, go to bed. <laughs> no, just a little bit longer. <laughs> because the worst part is, with the Sims game, it blocks everything. So you don't know what time it is unless you have a regular clock in front of you. Oh, yeah. You you completely lose track of time. No oh, gosh, but but during your um, snowing, do you, do you have any pony news for the week? Um, oh, I did get one small thing. Uh, oh, my oh, boyfriend oh. actually found at Goodwill um, earbuds for like your phone or your iPod. He found some pony ones. Woo! So I got two of those. I have one set that has Princess Celestia on a little square that's covering the actual earphones. And then another one um, has, I think, Fluttershy, Rainbow Dash, and Twilight printed on little squares on the actual um, earphones. Nice. Yeah, I took the Celestia ones out of the package, so I'm using those as my headphones for my um, my phone when I want to watch videos at at work on uh, on my lunch break or something. There you go, perfect. Yes, a lot better than the big headphones that are. Well, they take up less space than the big headphones I was using. Yeah, earbuds often do that. I always, but I always have the problem of trying to find just the right ones that fit properly. Yeah, cause because the ones that don't sit right really hurt your ears. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, trying to play uh, a guessing game when you buy them. Uh-huh. You're but, always guessing as to whether or not they're actually going to fit. Yeah. Well, luckily these ones fit, but even if they didn't, they were still going to go in the collection because they're pony. There you go. <laughs> well, I pony related news. Um, but 
you have some other news? Uh, yes, I do. Okay. You know I've been reading the Vampire Academy books, correct? Mm-hmm. Well, they did, the author did um, a second series which continues on a story about one of the, a few of the characters that are introduced in the main in the main um books I'm only on book 5 of 6 mm. wow and that that's just the main main stories I'm still on book 5 this last week I've been kind of held up trying to catch up with work because it's Saturday. And I've already bought the um the books from the other set. <laughs> so I haven't even finished the, the the first line and I've already got I'm already ready to read what happens next to all the other characters. Well, cool. I mean, that way you won't have to wonder. You, you've got it all set up and ready to go. Yes, I am all set. All I've got to do is just make sure I know what order they go in. <laughs> right. So that way you're reading everything in the right order. Yep. And I actually just got that today. So I'm already set, and and the funniest thing is, it's another six books. Oh, okay. <laughs> it seems to be a pattern. Because she she writes her story in in six parts. Yes. <laughs> so this will be fun because I said I like to, I'm I'm loving the the. The first set of six books, and I'm sure I'm gonna love the next next part. Well, awesome. So, and then today, I found out by reading, by watching one of these um, things that talks about, you know what you don't know about Sailor Moon and all of mm-hmm. that is Sailor Moon actually had a prequel. Really? The the manga actually had a prequel. I did not know that. I didn't know that until today either. And guess who the prequel is about? Um, Pluto? Nope. I know she's supposed to be, like, rather up there, older than the other scouts. Um, what would the prequel be about? Darian? Nope. Uh, would you like a hint? Yeah, give me a hint. She's the first actual scout to have found out 
that she has superhero powers. Oh, Venus. Yes. Oh, cool. And it's all about her adventures as Sailor V. Oh, that sounds neat. Because, of course, we all know before she found out she was actually Sailor Venus, she was Sailor V. Yeah, because she had, like, her own superhero show and stuff. Yep. And she had her own video game (laughs) that Serena loved to play. So I found that out, automatically went to Amazon. Guess what is arriving tomorrow? Oh, <laughs> uh, the Sailor V manga? Yes. <laughs> because, you know, you cannot be a true Sailor Moon fan and not want to know what it, Venus was really doing before she became Venus. Well, I mean, yeah, how did she find out she had the powers? And Exactly. That should be interesting. You might have to tell me what happens in that story. I will definitely do that. So, I mean, yeah, it's not pony-related, pony but hey, it's still fun-related. Yeah. <laughs> but... Definitely our sh- uh, we we have to say hello to Samantha who's currently in the chat room. Hello, Samantha. And I will apologize right now because I'm still trying to catch up with the work, <laughs> and I'm almost done. I promise, I am almost done. And once I am completely done. I won't be as airheaded because it's amazing how, you know, just one day can put you completely behind. Oh, yep, I understand. But at least I'm trying to get I can work on my sorry, I'm trying to get something to work on my internet machines and it's not working. Oh no. That's okay. I can always use alternative methods. Yes. And the one great thing about our show tonight is that I can be a little bit distracted and still not technically be distracted. (laughs) I kind of know what you mean. (laughs) And the reason for that would be is tonight's episode is all dedicated to pony music videos. And there are quite a lot of them out there, but the ones that we're, that, uh, we're going to talk about are ones that Amy and I went and tracked down or already knew about and just thought were cool enough that we wanted to share. Oh, yes. And this is um, something that some people don't like. Because, well, the words don't sync with the words of the songs don't sync with the with with 
with the, their mouths moving. Well, if you really look at it in a certain way, these are kind of like videos that are made for movies. Yeah, uh, a lot of the, the PMVs are, it's you're taking the song and then you're grabbing scenes from the show to get the words to sync up to lip movements is difficult to do with existing footage. Um, yeah. You could do it as, you know, it's it's probably easier, and I use easy as a relative term, it's probably easier to do if you're taking original animation that you're doing yourself and syncing it to the music. But that in itself is still a bit of a challenge. Yeah. I mean, the way, if you think about them, as I have said, you know, know, almost every movie you've got a song player who allows their music to be redubbed with scenes from from whatever movie or TV show it is. I mean, if you think about these like that, is basically kind of what it's like doing. Yeah. And a majority of the time with these music videos, the goal is less to match the... match the... um, the lip movements up with the words and more to match the scene with either the lyrics in the song or a certain feeling that you're trying to go for. Exactly. And there are a few certain particular music videos that have done that have done that. And there is one particular YouTuber YouTuber who has done that perfectly to almost to a T. And I will say some of the um some of these music videos are ones where I've actually gotten music they actually listen to while I work. <laughs> and some of it's because a lot of those music videos are really good for that. Because they can find really well, uh, very cleaned up versions of the songs that you wouldn't be able to get anywhere else or would be difficult to track down. Definitely. And a lot of them are what would be considered metal bands. I think that's kind of what Fall Out Boy has been kind of considered under. Yeah, I think it's either heavy rock or metal. I'm not completely sure. Um, I'll confess I'm not very good with buying music genres. Yeah, me neither. But, I mean, hey, if, if if it's a good sound, why bother categorizing it? It's just a good, good song. Yeah. And tonight we're actually going to discuss a few particular ones individually 
And for those of you who are listening afterwards, we do have these linked on to our episode info. And we actually have them categorized into two different categories, two different two different categories. We have original animation and then show clips. Okay? The difference is the original animation, the person actually did their own animation for it. And these are great. And one of them I did forget to put up, but it is one that is, I'll tell you the the, um, title of it. Um, It's one that you're going to want to watch with pony children out of the room. And we will explain more about that one later. (laughs) But But then show clips are where they actually took and pulled clips from the show and put them to music. So where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the original animation or do you want to start with show clips? Um, Let's start with show clips. Okay, show clips. Hands down, this is my vote. Anything done by Pony Chaos. Or Pink Chaos, I think. Was Is it Pink Chaos or Pony Chaos? Or pink Chaos. Mm-hmm. Oh, you are right. It is Pink Chaos. Thank you for for correcting me on that. So I can go ahead and correct it on here. Sorry. <laughs> did you accidentally start playing a video? <laughs> yeah, I, I almost did. <laughs> and I'm unfortunately in, in the dining room, so I'm very close to my mother. So, <laughs> But, yeah, hers, I, oh, my God. I've got three of them actually in my favorites that we're going to talk about. Um, there's another one I'm going to talk about that I have it in my favorites under bulk biops. Or bi- bulk biceps. And it's my, it's, um, it's a pony music video to the song, my, no, my songs know what you did in the dark, light them up. And I forgot who who does that song. Mm, now that was one but, of the ones that I didn't watch. I could actually was able to compare the two of them. And Bulk Biceps does a very decent job hmm. with his scenes. But with her scenes, 
Okay, it's like any any of the videos she does, she can somehow pull just the perfect scenes for that song. Well, yeah, I will admit that. And watching some of her other stuff that's on her channel is that, um, and I know we had talked about earlier how hard it is to get um, the song, the lyrics and the singing match to the um, the ponies talking, but she manages to do that very well with a couple scenes too. Yeah. Um, one of them that I had had originally on my favorites list is Centuries by Fall That's Out That's a very Boy. good one. That hands down perfect because she starts off, she has the sirens and the beautiful thing she does with them is she makes it look like they're the ones singing the song. Yeah, I thought that was a really cool effect. Yeah, because she had it where when when the music video starts, she actually has them floating over Ponyville, creating the chaos they do when they sing. And then shows them being, you know, deported to Equestria. And the next scene you see is them in Equestria and I for gold one was, I forgot what her name was. But then you see her having this look on her face, kind of like that evil evilicious look. <laughs> and all the scenes are all enemies that are old enemies. They're ancient enemies. Yeah, so it's Which kind were, of a song about some being sung about the um the villains coming back cause havoc. Yes. Which works perfectly with this song. I mean, even there's even a scene where they talk about teenage angst, and mm-hmm. you have the one who is the blonde hitting her hitting her face with her hand because of the other two. <laughs> <laughs> because let's just let's just face it, the other two <laughs> they're evil, but they're also a little on the. They're not the brains of the operation. (laughs) Exactly. And they could never be the brains of the operation. If they were the brains of the operation, yeah, they'd be dead. Well, some people are evil masterminds. Other people are lackeys. Yes. And, you know, it's just like some some of the scenes are just, you know, perfect. Uh, the song talks about heavy metal being something, something. And she pairs it with the blonde one being lifted up onto a table. 
Oh no, wait. All wait the the part where all three of them come together and stand back to back during the lunchroom scene, lifting their arms up. Oh yeah, I think I remember that that part. China. Oh, all right. That's the question. You know, it's kind of, it's kind of hard to remember the the exact lyrics to a song. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's definitely something that if you like that song anyway, which I'm I'm partial to that song. Me too. Actually that that video actually made me like that song. Because I've actually seen the actual music video for it and it's kind of I I kinda like it but I kinda don't. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's it's like it's an all right music video, but you like the pony one better? <laughs> yes, I think the pony one makes makes does it justice. <laughs> she evidently loves um, Fall Out Boy because she actually does two other videos by Fall Out Boy. And I I'd never heard of the songs until I saw I saw these two music videos. Like she does one for Fall Out Boy and one from Imagine Dragons, both both bands of which I like. Um, the first one is Immortals. Oh, that is a good one too. That I mean that one talked about she used the scenes from when all of the ponies were 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 little fillies you know already knowing what your life is going to be like and that was Pinkie Pie moving rocks you know being the one that's always working and that that one she used the one where Rarity is making a dress. She uses the scenes where in the first season they all came into their powers, mm-hmm. so to speak. Yeah, with the uh, the elements of harmony. Yeah, where they all found the elements of harmony. And about where they defeated um, Nightmare Moon with these elements at first. She also used parts of the very last episode of season four and actually some from the very first part of season four where Twilight became Princess Twilight. Oh, yeah, where she gets her wings and longer legs. Yes. And the way she did that one was just beautiful because you saw the start of the transformation but then she, you saw her back with her friends. 
which was the whole point of the whole scene, was that, you know, you have your friends to back you up. Mm -hmm. The next thing was Luna and... Luna defeating or fighting with um, Queen Chrysalis and them having to to defeat their own uh, doubles during the royal wedding episode. But the funniest one thing I loved was there were two scenes with... um, What's that thing called? An hourglass. Yeah, the big hourglass in um, Twilight Study in the first episode? Yeah, glass when they were gathering zap apples. Well, she matched those scenes perfectly up with the music video which talked about the sands of time. This is the one thing, this is the one biggest reason why I love her stuff is because she is so detail-oriented when it comes to stuff like that. You know, it talks about sands of time. Well, she has scenes where, you know, it's an hourglass. There's a part in the song where it talks about not being able to sleep at night. Well, when they had parts where Twilight Sparkle was having a hard time sleeping, and she used those scenes. And the one where she's tossing and turning a lot. Yeah. The one, the greatest ones were when all six of them got their ultimate elements of harmony look. Oh, yeah, the, uh, the rainbow forms. Yeah. That was perfectly timed. And her... Who was the evil villain at the end of season four? Uh, Gosh. I'm trying to remember the villain order. End of season four. Um... Samantha, he was season three. No, he was season four. Yeah, he was, but that was that was the beginning. Was at the end of beginning season four. That was at the end of season at the end of season four, where he destroyed the um, the library. Oh, uh, Tarek. Yes. Oh, darn. She knew that, too, because he was supposed to be based off the G1 villain. Yeah. 
and she went out and uh, she went after him during that one. And the scenes where he he she she went after him were even like it was at that moment where the the music was the most dramatic. Well, of course, that was probably one of the most dramatic fights that they had had in the show. Oh yeah, and she did use the scenes twice because that that part was in the song twice. But you know, I am not giving deducting points off for that because you know what, having matched that up so perfectly, great. But then. We move into Warriors by Imagine Dragons. And, okay, yes, she uses the same, a lot of the same scenes. But it talks about how came who they were, who they were supposed to be. Right, the whole so uh, sort of hero's journey. The it's sort of like a mini version of all the character development the the ponies went through. Yeah. And that was another great one. Um, one of the, one of the funniest scenes that she used actually was during the fight with Queen Chrysalis. Where she, where Pinkie Pie grabs Twilight's sparkle, grabs her tail. Oh, and uses her as a cannon. <laughs> as, no, as a machine gun. <laughs> Does it bother anybody just, else a little bit that Pinkie Pie seems to have a quite extensive, extensive knowledge of firearms? <laughs> Well, you know, I she just does have it just dawned on me. I'm a little worried now. Because she <laughs> has a cannon in both universes when she's a boomie and an Equestria girl. I'm a little worried now. <laughs> maybe maybe our maybe our thoughts of her being rehabilitated not wanting to take over the world after all. Dear Lord, maybe maybe she's just, you know, gathering an arsenal. She's laying low and lying in wait until we have developed a false sense of security. Oh, dear. I'm on to you, Pinky. <laughs> Me too. But therein again, you see a lot of them fighting evil villains. And this one, they did, she did not do any Equestria Girl on it. Because I think Centuries was just perfect for for the Equestria Girls. Yeah, for the, the Sirens. That one, flat out perfection. It's kind of the old, you know, why why mess with perfection mm-hmm. when you have already hit it, for sure.
But as I said, any of her stuff, I mean, it's great to watch it. And it actually brought me to a couple of new songs that I now like from Fall Out Boy and um, Imagine Dragons, which are two bands that I happen to like. I never even knew these songs existed. <laughs> well, you know, that's what TMVs and and just fan-generated music videos in general are good for. Oh, yeah. I mean... Um, what I've, what my, my songs know what you've, you've done in the dark, um, that one for sure has been used for a lot of different TV shows. It was actually used for the reboot of La Femme Nikita, which being an original La Femme Nikita fan, I hated I, I know I will probably be kicked out of the fan club for saying that. But I I hated the reboot. To me it, it was it was horrible. I'm so glad they cancelled it after one season. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes the reboots just Ugh Sometimes the reboot. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> yeah, especially like when at the end. That happened. Yeah, especially when at the end of the original, you know, she was, you know, made the head of section, section one, and you know, Michael was supposed to come back after his kid was all grown up. That's what I was expecting. <laughs> but not at all what she got. I take it. No. We get her MIA from Section 1 having sent in somebody to take it down. Did not like it. Excuse me. Did not like it at all. That's all I will say about that show now. (laughs) Watched one episode and that was it. <laughs> Turned it off. So, but um, anything that is done by Pink Chaos, I can, we can guarantee you that it's going to be something great. Oh yes, because I especially loved the two that she did, that were um, songs from the Corpse Bride movie. Ooh. Because she did Tears to Shed, which was, um, if you remember the Corpse Bride movie, was where the bride was talking about how she couldn't marry Victor because she was already, because Victor already had somebody he was supposed to marry in the movie. And the scenes that Pink Chaos sets up with it, it's, it's Pinkie Pie who's supposed to be playing the part of the bride. And then Discord and Caden and uh, Chrysalis were playing the bride's three friends that were trying to convince her that 
he wasn't worth crying over and that she was special enough. And it just it turned out really cute. And okay. the, the other one was the song that was at the beginning of the Corpse Bride movie. And it was where the two families were talking about uh, Victor and Victoria getting married and the reasons that they wanted to marry their kids off. And that was actually done really well. Because uh, it divided divided up the main six as the families. Nice. And there were a couple of parts where uh, actually she managed to sync the vocals to the the lip movements rather well. Nice. Because, yes, I will admit, I did not look at all of her stuff. Because <laughs> she has a lot. Oh, yeah. It's it's quite a list. Those two were my favorite. Nice. So, she does not just do... Um, regular music videos she'll do pretty much anything yeah <laughs> that she she that she likes evidently so which is always great to great to see that you know they're not you know limiting themselves yeah well a lot of the um fan made music videos especially the Tony music videos, excuse me, right now, is that there seems to be a huge variety of music and yeah. a lot of different things being done with them. Definitely, because we have another one. Let me pull it up. We have one that they actually, they did um, their own song. Because I don't think I've ever heard this song. Let me pull it up and just mute it. Just so that I can get the name of the video. Ah. Ah. No, no, why are you screaming? You all right? Oh, no. Button. <laughs> did you break something? <laughs> I almost did. Don't do that. Okay. Okay, it's called. Um, is it ever? Is is it everything you ever dreamed of? Princess Sparkle is the name of the thing. He has the scene where starts off with the the scene where Princess Celestia is walking her through how she learned about friendship. Oh, yeah, like the the scene in the 
third season. It's an original song. It's not a song that is um, done by another band. It is an original song, and it matches the scenes perfectly because of that. And it just shows her as she's learning about friendship. Well, that's kind of cool. And the end of it ends with her becoming Princess Twilight Sparkle. Hence the whole name of the entire video. (laughs) (laughs) So um, people are not limiting themselves to... Um, music that's already been made. They're actually making their own music. For this. Because there's even... um, Sorry, I have to, every time I go to copy and paste, unfortunately, Blog Talk thinks I want to Yeah, well, this is, this is the drawback yeah. of us not having a show page anymore. Yeah. Run you, Facebook. <laughs> Shake fist at your neck. Yeah. Um, oh, one of the most Sorry. perfect perfect scenes they used, actually, for the last one I just was talking about, was the scene where everybody thought Princess Celestia was going to punish Twilight for something. And everyone came in and came to her defense. Oh, yeah, that was like the end of Lesson Zero, wasn't it? Yes. Let's do it. And they not only just used the scene, but they actually let them speak. It was the same words that were in the actual show. So they used the the scene entirely right down to what they were saying. That's kind of cool. Yeah. That was they definitely... They kind of to tell the whole story. And that was basically the entire thing, was they used it to, to tell the entire story behind it. So it was like another way of actually doing that episode. That's kind of cool. That was actually really, really cool. I really like that one. Oh, I would explain why I'm not saying it. The 
trying to do two things at once and <laughs> doesn't always work like out. No. And another one which is actually all about Luna is entitled What I've Done and Oh yeah. I, I watched that one when you sent it to me. Yeah, and it shows about when she was Nightmare Moon and how Celestia defeated her. But then they showed the scenes where she came to Equestria during um, their version of Halloween. Yeah, Nightmare Night. And it gave another way of showing that episode. And again, it was uh, it, it, again it was another self-made song talking about how she felt bad about what she had done. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> trying to see if I can find. I know you sent it to me. I didn't watch the whole thing. <laughs> but um, I thought that was relatively well done. Yeah. Get you another, another way of looking at that, at that episode. Yeah. And at how Luna felt about her past actions. Because she's beat herself quite up a bit about the stuff that she's done. Yeah, she she. You, when you look at her now, she she definitely kind of has that. You know, I am really sorry for what I've done. Can we please like forgive me? <laughs> well, I mean, I mean she, she's doing well. She's. It seems to be getting a lot closer to the the younger ponies, which I think is kind of cool. Yes. And I thought the part at the end where, you know, it was Twilight who, you know, kind of like, you know, kind of helped her along in that. Yeah. Then I'll move it into my room until I'm done, and then I'll come back out here and finish this. Sorry, I was just given my 10-minute warning before my mother goes to bed, and my my desk is right outside of her her bedroom door, so it's kind of the Gosh. old, um, you need to move. <laughs> I'm getting the eviction notice now. Oh, okay. To move to move the whole thing into my back, into the bedroom. Oh, excuse me again. This is what happens when I don't have my coffee in the morning. Oh no, I must have my coffee in the morning. Yeah, 
I've become dependent on it now. I was not a coffee drinker, and then it was, oh, one cup will be fine, and now I have to have two cups every day. <laughs> oh, well, I drink. I drink what my my grandmother used to call a bucket. A bucket. I'm not quite yeah, that hardcore cup, yet. <laughs> the, cu- the, the the cup is the size of a. It's like one of those really big, you know, travel mug things. That's really not a travel mug because it doesn't fit in any kind of holder in the car. Yeah. The super so extra big gulp. But I have had those before. You know, and I actually had one one employer. I actually drank that entire entire thing down. There was thirty two ounces of coffee in there. Oh goodness! Including sugar and cream, and one of my 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 other um. One of the other employees walked in and he goes, "I'm going to go to McDonald's for breakfast. Do you want anything?" It's like, you know, give me, give me a large coffee because I finished my coffee. And normally, <laughs> one one cup would last me all day long. Well, he brought that cup back. Um, let's just say, um, after that, um, it was decided that I was no longer allowed to have more than one cup of coffee. <laughs> Or be a little hyper. <laughs> I was so hyper that somebody who only talked to me via instant messenger, because he telecommuted, telecommuted from uh, Florida, he called me up on the phone and went, um, caffeine have you had today? <laughs> NCIS. We were both we were both NCIS fans, and so he was Proby and I was Abby. <laughs> so oh, his words goodness. were, "You are not really Abby. You cannot handle because you know how Giz would always bring in the big goal." Uh huh. He goes, "You cannot handle a big gulp of caffeine." <laughs> Or no, calf pow. That's what he brought in for her. He goes, you cannot handle calf pow. <laughs> so I actually had a limitation on how much uh, how much coffee I could drink. But anyway, back to our topic. I don't know how we got onto onto. Yeah, now I know how we got into topic of coffee. You t- you mentioned. I coffee. don't know how we ever get into weird topics that we get into. But anyway, <laughs> back to what we were originally talking about: the PMV. Yep. Um, the next one, one random one just came up, and ooh, I really like it. Anyway, back to what we were talking about. Um. They're not being kept to just scenes from the show. We actually have them being created 
by other people. I mean, mm. full-on creation, meaning they have made their own um, own animation for it, which brings us to original animation. And the funniest thing is, I just happened to um, be... Um, the Owen song running. And one of the ones I had sent to you, it's made by um, Hero Strain, and it's called Changing the World for You. Oh, yeah, that was a pretty good one. That was. And it, it's basically about Luna and Celestia. Poor Luna. Um, Celestia's working away because, you know, she's taking care of all of Equestria. And this is about when she was a cult. And she probably wanted to spend time with her big sister. And, you know, big sister's unfortunately busy ruling a kingdom. So she unfortunately doesn't have as much time as she would love to have for for Luna. And this one is completely self-made right down to even the song that was made for it. Their lips go perfectly with it. It was perfectly animated, perfectly dubbed, And it's talking about how, you know, Luna wants to change the world for Celestia. And it's a sweet one because it's, to me, I think it's because she wants to change the world for her sister because of how much hard work she has to put in. Right. Well, it it starts out with good intentions. Uh, unfortunately, we kind of know how that ends up, what happens when Luna gets consumed with this power she tries to control. To yes. In um, this version, they do. it's not out of jealousy, though, that she changes, but because she wants to try and help. Yes, so she thinks she's doing good when somebody else takes advantage of what she wants to do. And that's how she becomes Nightmare Moon. Is somebody else takes advantage of the good intentions that she wants for her sister and changes her and turns her evil. Of course, we we have the scene where Celestia unfortunately has to trap her in the moon. You know, they don't they don't veer off of that. They keep that. The reason why they keep that is because then it's Celestia singing the song that she wishes she can change the world for her, meaning for Luna, because of what she had to do to her to protect the world. 
and it's a sweeter way of actually recreating it in a way that isn't showing Luna being, you know, selfish, as a lot of people have called her. That she was selfish, that's the reason why she she did what she did. Yeah. This gives us a new perspective looking at her situation from a kid's sister point of view. Well, I mean, that's essentially what it was, is that it was not... Yes, she was jealous that, you know, the work that she was doing at night wasn't really being wasn't really being as appreciated as much as what Celestia was doing, but it was also because, probably because of the stuff that this video pointed out, too. So they just didn't get to be, you know, sisters that spent time together. The responsibility of being a ruler, I guess. Yeah. Definitely. So that's another another great one that, as I said, is is one that is completely fan-made as they created all of the animation for it. And the animation is great. And it's not the cheap and cheesy animation. It's actually 3D-type animation. Yeah. And it's a really decent 3D animation. Um, would have been nicer if they had done a little bit more with the mains, but I do understand that that's difficult to animate, especially in 3D. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately the mains don't move. You know, they kind of are a little on the stagnant side, but, you know, I think, you know, the storyline, the music, I think... (laughs) Yeah, heck, if that's, you know, if that's the only thing you could fault them for, it's, it's still a pretty good music video then. Yeah. I mean, and that is basically the only thing I can fault them for. Uh, Stone. Let's just hate it. You know, you know what you want to type, but of course your fingers don't want to type it. <laughs> Been there before. <laughs> So the next one that's up is, is it obstructing? No, is that obstructing? Okay. Ten minutes are about to be up. Another one that was, I, it was ultra cute when I saw it. And I had to, I had to contact the person who actually did it. I actually introduced myself to him, was Beat It. Oh, I love that one. And it is completely cute because they used canon and background. He used canon and background um, characters. And um, also OCs. Yes. The originally created ones, of course, are um, ones that were made by bronies. 
And it was really funny because it showed it as being a brawl between cannons and brony brony ponies. And the reason why I say that is because you have um, Apple Bloom putting on a vest that says pony, and you have an OC putting one on that says brony. Well, and I thought it was awesome that they ended up turning Beat It into a duet, and the two voice actors that did the two different parts did just great. Yes. They had awesome singing voices. They did, and they did change some of the words. I don't remember exactly which words they changed, but they changed them to match what was going on. And the funniest parts were actually was actually at the end where the actual animator actually voiced his own character and was say, talking about, you know, I'm sorry if I didn't use your favorite canon or if I didn't use your favorite OC. And he introduced the one OC, which I guess is probably somebody he knows. Uh, yeah, that's that's Ink Rose. She's a she does fan fiction and she's also a reviewer. And then of course the canon character he used was poor Flash Century. <laughs> Which yes. uh, I, I say poor Flash Century because the the reason why he didn't use them. His reasoning was because nobody likes them. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was hilarious the first time I saw the end where he said, you know, sorry if I didn't use your OC. It's not my, you know, you know, he says, don't be mad at me. It's because I probably hadn't heard of you, and that's my fault, not yours. Um, I also omitted a couple of the canon characters. And he turned to Ink Rose. He says, you're not upset that I didn't use you and your character in the animation, are you? And she goes, oh, no, not at all. I, I enjoyed it anyway. And he turned to Flash Century, and he says, see, and you're not upset that I didn't use you? He says, you know, well, that's basically because nobody likes you. And then poor Flash Century made this <laughs> heartbroken expression and almost fell over. <laughs> and then you, you have another person, another OC, coming out with Linda's hook that they use, you know, of, um, oh, God, what was that? Showtime at the Apollo, when they would hook you because you were such a bad act. <laughs> oh, where they'd yank you off the stage? <laughs> yes. And then the person came out and put their hand out, and the guy paid her off. <laughs> I mean, it was just like I was when he when when I saw Flash Century, I was like, oh my god, why didn't you use him? And I I I nearly fell out of my chair. And you 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 have to see it to completely understand what we are talking about. It yeah. is hilarious, and it is one of the ones that we did link. And just the um. Uh... The animation in the the whole the whole video in general is is really good. 
because you have, uh, like Amy said before, sort of a brawl between the Canons and the OCs, but it turns into kind of like a dance-off, and you'll yeah. have, like, two or three ponies at once all doing, like, really cool choreographed dance moves. Yeah, and it was other. still... And it was still Cannons versus OCs until you had DJ Pawn and an OC kind of look at each other going, dude, we're, we're, we're like one and the same here. Why are we fighting? Yeah. And then they, then everybody's dancing together. Mm-hmm. Then the you have an the OC. OC that they put with, the D, with DJ Pawn 3 was and he is actually a he's actually somebody that does a whole lot of remixes of the pony song well then that's perfect because they were the DJs for the dance off and then you had um, Cannon's dancing with the OCs because everyone finally figured it out that you know we're all friends it's kind of what actually happened. If you really think about it, if you really look at it, it's exactly what happened in the pony community. Yeah, it's that you had these newcomers that you was kind of like, oh, bronies, I don't know. But then once everybody realized it didn't really matter, all fans of the same thing, you kind of go, oh, okay. Yeah, once people started, you know, not being as obnoxious. I'll put it that way. Yeah, once people on both sides realized that it was okay for us to all just get along, it was a lot better. Yeah. And this this one actually just, I mean, basically put exactly what happened in reality right onto into a music video. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it, it's a Michael Jackson song, too. How can you? Everybody loves MJ. Even Tony Burns like Michael Jackson, so, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, when I put on Michael Jackson, they start to bobble. It's funny. <laughs> oh, that is just too funny. But yeah, I think that was one that you had actually found. And I had actually probably watched it, I think, um, yesterday. Mhm. And yeah, that one is a, one of my favorite uh, pony music videos that I found. Um, the guy that made that, I think his name is Animated James. He has a couple more good ones yes. on his um, his channel too. Yeah. And this was actually the one I I had emailed him and I told him, hey, you know what? I want to be taken and using. Um, I'm the host of my little pony talk. We're actually going to be talking about pony music videos. Yours is actually going to be on the show. Yeah, beat it. The beat it music video was really, really good. Yeah. And another one that was really good was um, another made a- animation was Lullaby for a Princess. Yes. And I know this one's probably fairly well known um, because I've heard a couple people talk about it, but it's still, 
it doesn't matter how many times I watch it, it still makes me cry. Yeah, and I haven't actually watched the entire thing yet. I, I do know it is about Celestia singing to Luna in the moon, feeling sorry for what she had to do, the world. But yeah, again, but it it show go go for it. Yeah, this is actually from what I know about this this uh, video. This was an animation that it was one of those things that took quite a while to do, and it shows because it's it's traditional two D animation and it's very very well done. Yes, you you've even got the you've got the hair moving. is I for for the anime for for someone who is not, you know, a professional animator Yeah, that that actually you know, hair is is difficult to animate, believe it or not. Yeah, and they did. I think I think they did a great job because I, I've only seen part of it, unfortunately. Sorry, <laughs> well, it's okay. <laughs> I tried to watch as many of them as possible, but seven minutes and uh, kind of not have the time. <laughs> it's it's hard to watch a whole lot of them in one sitting, unless you're like me and you're snowed in and. While we're on that subject, I just wanted to mention real quick on um, Animated James's channel, he has a song that's a parody of Winter Wrap-Up. That's <laughs> hilarious. But because of certain words that are in it, you probably don't want to watch it with kids. <laughs> but it's still funny. <laughs> See, we at least gave you a gave you a warning. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, this this one again just just shows showcases something that you you know that the animators really probably wanted to do on the show, which was show Celestia feeling sorry for having to do what she had to do. Yeah, well, it's a lot of the lyrics are talking about, uh, the beginning's talking about uh, Celestia and how she was this great ruler that everybody loved. Unfortunately, because she was this big and great ruler, Luna was sort of in her shadow the whole time. And she understands sort of where a lot of Luna's aggression came from because she had to live in that big shadow. Yeah. Now, there there is supposed to be a, um, a video that somebody else did that's sort of Luna's half of this story, but I haven't seen it yet. You can do that. I'm sorry, say that one more time. Uh, There is, actually, I have seen a version 
of Lullaby for a Princess that's Luna's side of the story. Oh. Um, I think somebody somebody did a video. It was Lullaby for a Princess, Luna's response, but I haven't watched that one yet. I will have to look for it. Yeah, but this one is just, it's very emotional. You you can really, just from the way that Celestia is telling the story, you can really, really feel how hard it was for her to lock Luna away in the moon for so long. Yeah. And since you said it's highly emotional, I'm glad I didn't watch it <laughs> all the way through. Yeah, it's... <laughs> I don't consider myself to be an overly emotional person, but Lullaby for a Princess brings me to the verge of tears every time I watch it. So if you consider yourself to be a very emotional person, you might want to set aside time when you know you don't have to go anywhere. Okay, in that case, I will not watch the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it, it's very... It's a, it's a very touching story, but it's, yeah, it, it, it hits you in the gut, emotionally speaking. Yeah, and I mean, I can just see that just from the small part that I watched, which was basically the very beginning. Really well, the battle between, <coughs> oh, excuse me. Oh, here. Pardon me. You okay over there? Yeah. Got something stuck in my throat. Oh, dear. I'm okay. But it animates very well. Sorry, I'll get my voice back in a few minutes. Ooh. I hope so because I didn't watch that far in. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm I'm trying. Oh, for me to start coughing, huh? <laughs> but it animates very well the battle between Celestia when she had to use the elements of harmony and um Nightmare Moon. It was really good because Nightmare Moon like look actually kinda sinister and scary. Look how you would expect her to look, obviously, but right. It was just just very very well done all around, and the song itself is of course fan made and <laughs> yeah. But as as I said, these um these original animations, I mean. Some of these are done just just as well as the actual real animations. Oh yeah. But there is one that that it 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 it's funny. Because when you're watching it, it it's it, it it kind of reminds you of South Park. <laughs> I 
And it kind of reminds you of, you know, that fifth grade play. <laughs> Where everybody's kind of awkwardly seeing the lines. Yes. And we are, of course, I'm, of course talking about... Um, La da di. Oh yes, with the little cardboard cutout animation, everybody on sticks. <laughs> but I thought Thanks. it was cute because it kind of looked like little puppet ponies, you know. Yes, I mean it's cute. I mean it's another one that when I watched it, I just laughed my butt off because. Like, the sun and all the buildings and everything are all, like, on sticks or, like, ropes or something like that. And and all all the characters have these goofy looks on their faces. And the only one that's actually really, really actually animated is, um... What's the name of the alligator? Gummy. Gummy, because he bites um, Pinkie Pie on her tail. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But it's a cute song because it's talking about, the the, the lyrics of the song is talking about um, how you feel when you're with a person that, like, you really care about. And it shows, like, all the... um, the sibling pairs that they have yes. in the show. And then, of course, you know, Twilight and Spike. Yes, but I love the part where Apple Jack and Apple Bloom are, are bucking an apple back and forth. And then suddenly... <laughs> Big Mac just comes in and heads the apple right back at Applejack. Yeah, and unfortunately jumps on top of poor Apple Bloom. (laughs) It was just kind of like, whoa, where did he come from? And out of nowhere, Big Mac. (laughs) And poor Apple Bloom's kind of like crushed up underneath him, kind of probably probably thinking, please get off of me. (laughs) (laughs) Granny Apple Smith! (laughs) Well, you know how guys get a little over-competitive when it comes to sports. (laughs) Yes, we saw that in Sisterhoods. (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) So this was another another one showing just how how competitive Big Macintosh can get. And another um, self-animation, which I actually have to find because I never put it up on here. Um, Now, this is another one. This is one that... This is another one where if you're going to watch it, you're going to want the little Colts and Phillies out of the room. Yeah, um... 
it's not that it's an overly risque topic in it, but there's well, it's it's a story about a gypsy mare and unfortunately she is killed in the story. So it's something that you yeah. may, may not want little ones to watch. Yes. It's and nothing too graphic, but it's still kind of scary. Yeah, it would be very scary for the um, for the little ones. But it's actually... Um, Crowns are actually made by a few different people, but it's put together very well. It's called uh, Sun for Princess Luna, and there's actually a story behind it that there is a legend that tells of a gypsy mare who struck a deal with the princess of the knights in exchange for Luna's blessing for marriage. The mare promises Princess Luna her firstborn. Months later, a cult is born, and his mortal parents are shocked to discover he doesn't look like either one of them. Yeah, the father's this dark-colored stallion, and the baby comes out bleached white. Yes, white with um, dark blue eyes, which neither parent has either one of those features. But the reason for this is he is the son of Princess Luna. It's if you uh, think about it of like Well go ahead. If you think about it it's kind of um the Virgin Mary type story. Or I was going to say kind of like um, in a story like Rapunzel, where, you know, you get the baby through magical means because of striking a deal with somebody. There you go. So the baby ends up with some sort of magical blessing on them. So because the mayor struck the deal with Luna to get a husband, the baby was considered the son of the moon because he was, before he was even born, blessed by Luna. Yes. So, you know, magical means magical baby. Yeah. And if you look at him, he's as white as the moon and his eyes are the color of the sky around the moon. He's a little moon baby. Yeah. And it's really, it's really, really sad. Um, another part is because, uh, as we said, um, because the husband was, the husband thought she had had an affair on, affair. Yeah. Because the kid looks nothing so, like him. Yeah, it looks nothing like him, but he doesn't think about the fact that the baby doesn't look anything like her either. So he unfortunately, as we said, because of the fact that he does kill her and he abandons the baby, 
you think he abandons the baby, but in all actuality, he is actually giving the baby to its rightful mother. Yeah. Where and you see Luna take and take the baby into her arms and you know takes back takes back her son. And there's a great part in it that sa- that sings, "When the moon is full, the baby is happy. When the moon is crescent, the baby is sad." And then the moon becomes its cradle. Yeah, because that's supposed to be like Luna cradling the baby, trying to get him to go back to sleep. Yeah. And then it's supposed to be when the moon is full, that's her hugging him, trying to get him to go back to sleep. Yeah. Well, no, that's when he's happy. Oh, yeah, that's when it's full. Well, that's when it's a new moon, I guess. But anyway, I thought it was cool because it explained, it could could have been seen as like a myth that the ponies had to explain the different phases of the moon. Yes. That is definitely one way to kind of look at it. I like it. <laughs> what was that? I said I like it. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was it was a neat little uh, video. Yeah. Um, the reason why I didn't put the link on the um, in the description was because of the fact that there is not a lot of room. Well, but but it's easy to find um, if you're just downloading the show to listen. It's relatively easy to find on YouTube if you just type in um, PMV and then Son of Princess Luna. Yeah. I mean, it's... A lot of, a lot of the PMVs that we're talking about right now um, on the show are actually relatively easy to find. Yeah. Actually, now. most of them I just found by just typing PMV in <laughs> and then going down the list. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and there is one link um, that links you actually to a group. And it's called Collaboration, and it's a bunch of people who have made PMVs. And because of the fact of there were just so many, many videos, so many people. Um, yeah. It, it was just think, easier for me to link the um, thing on there. <clears throat> and actually, I think, yeah, it is. Um, is it everything you dreamed Princess Sparkle actually came from the collaboration? Yeah, I think that's on there. Yeah, it it came from uh, The Light Leaves V. 
and if I remember correctly, he was under collaboration. Yep, he was. I, I remember this um, this face. And what I do like about some of those uh, collaboration videos that they have on that channel are that you get they they are using a lot of clips, mostly clips from the show, but then there's a couple bits of um I'm not sure if I would call it original animation necessarily um, but it's altered graphics that seem to have come from the show and I do think it's kind of cool that in some of the videos they'll put the um they'll cut different clips and different still images in to make it look like uh, collages within the video. And the lyrics in on the screen also, like parts of the text. Yeah, and actually um, that's exactly what um, the light leaves the did with, is it everything you dreamed, Princess Twilight? Well, that's cool. Because, okay, I'll have to actually go watch that one now. Yeah, because it's when Princess Luna was talking to her, asking her what you learned, what you learned, you know, and then talking about each pony and their elements. And what friendship is. Well, yeah. Well, now I'm definitely going to have to go. I'm going to have to watch that after this show. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think the first video that I watched off the collab channel was uh, called After All This Time. And that one's basically. Uh, Twilight and the other ponies kind of looking back on their past and how far they've come, which it used a lot of clips from when Twilight became Princess Twilight. Yeah, and it's uh, it's the same thing with this one. It did they did use a lot of that. You know, it, and it did give a lot of, um, talked about, you know, you know where your friends are going to be, like, you know, when you're at your worst, when you're at your best, they'll be there to celebrate. You know, and at your worst, they'll be there to defend you, which is the part where they thought, you know, Princess Twilight, or not Princess, she wasn't even Princess Twilight yet. She was just Twilight at the time, where they thought she was going to be reamed out by Celestia royally and came in to try and defend her. So that, you know, Princess um, 
Celestia wouldn't, you know, you know, like be so mad at her. And that was the scene where they actually, they didn't even edit out the voices from that scene. Because well, it was just if, so it, if it works perfect. with the music, why not? Oh yeah, it did, and it it totally does. And before we lose our our, our pony audience, do we want to say pony night nights? Yep, better say night night and get kimono in. Yeah, she got to get her commission check. Yep. <laughs> this is kimono. And you have listened to Pony Talk. See you next week. Bye-bye. And we realize that we still have six minutes left. (laughs) But you know what? We will start rambling and keep on going. There you go. We're unofficially ponies after dark, even though there's six minutes of live audience left. Yes. But, um... Oh yeah, this this one is one great one because of just that. Um, going back to Pink Chaos, I know I go I I I, I told you I just love Pink Chaos. Well, I, I like her, her stuff her too. It's pretty good. I mean, hers. I mean, it was just. Perfect in everything. I mean, even warriors. You had the scene where they were defending the Crystal Empire. You had the point where um, shining armor and cadence. Stuck their horns together. To help and uh, defeat the person who was, um, let's just say, the pony country under a curse. Did it have the scene where uh, Shining Armor picked up Cadence and tossed her like a javelin? <laughs> Unfortunately, no. Oh, <laughs> that is my favorite scene with them. Wife javelin toss. Throw. <laughs> That's gotta be a new event in the um in the equestrian game. <laughs> Wife tossing? Wife tossing. <laughs> Guess the only requirement is the wife needs to be a unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> well of course, so that way when you throw her across the field her horn sticks into the ground and then you can figure out how you know. How far you are? <laughs> you think that'll catch on? I think that sounds like a fun sport. <laughs> I do too. It might just catch on. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, um, warriors and immortals. Um, Yes, if you look at them, they both use a lot of the same scenes, but it's because the scenes work with those two songs so perfectly. With Warriors, you you see 
the six, as they were younger, trying to fulfill roles that they thought they were born to play. And then you see um, Rainbow Dash creating that rain boom, which, of course, is the connecting factor between all six because as soon as all six saw that rain boom, it was like instantaneously they all knew exactly what they were destined to do. Yeah. That was a pretty cool moment in the show, and that was done really well in the music videos that uh, Pink Chaos did too. Yeah. And that was something that you had to do in both in both of them. Because, come on, that was, that right there was the ultimate. Oh, that right there. Oh, go ahead. No, go for it. Did you see the video that uh, Pink Cass did where she took the Italian opening song to uh, Friendship is Magic? No. And she, yeah, it was, and she translated the lyrics, and she has all the lyrics to the Italian opening song. And um, she takes, she took clips from the show and matched it up to the opening. And I'm a little jealous because even translate, even translated, the Italian opening song is a lot more epic than the one we got. <laughs> I'm going to have to see if I can get that on MPV. <laughs> yeah, she's got, well, but she's got that on her channel, too. I'm going to have to see if I can get that in an in, in MP3 form, and maybe I'll start using that as our theme song. <laughs> the Italian opening? Well, it's all in Italian. It's just, but then she has lyrics on the bottom, you know, translated as to what it says for that opening. I think it would be funny, fun to use it, you know, maybe once or twice just as a goof to throw some people off. <laughs> but it sounds really cool. Yeah, but you know what? Now that, like, we've said it on the air, now it won't be as much fun. No, some people still won't see it coming. <laughs> this is true. I'll forget about it in a few weeks, and then you'll play it, and I'll go, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Amy, what was that? (laughs) Wait a minute. I thought I was listening to to, to my little ponies. What in the world just happened here? When did they start speaking Italian? But, um, yeah, I mean, Pambies, I mean, this is not something that is that is new. As I had said, um, the song, My Music Knows What You Did in the Dark, I mean, they have a version of that done for La Femme Nikita, the awful version. Even though the scenes in it I like. <laughs> That's the only way I will watch La Femme Nikita. I will watch that. I will watch that 
that music video, and that's it. <laughs> well, you know, even the song that uh, Pink Chaos did with the villain, Centuries, um, I actually found oh. out about that song through Assassin's Creed music videos. And then quite some time ago, I used to watch a lot of Sailor Moon music videos. Oh, and yeah, there, see, there you go. Tons and tons of those out there. Oh, they probably are still there. Yeah, I'm I'm sure there's brand new ones now with uh, Sailor Moon Crystal. Oh, yeah, probably. There's even ones where they're they're completely fan made. Yeah. Right down to the animation, just like with the with the ponies. But I mean, don't don't discard a, a pony music video simply because the lips aren't gonna gonna sync with the words. Just think of it as a music video for a TV show or for a movie. Because come on, look at all the look at all look at all the Disney movies, right? Okay, look at you know I forgot what the what the song was for for Aladdin. Okay, did their did their lips match the words? No, they were just scenes from the from the movie. <laughs> Well, and of course, with the music videos, you've also got almost any genre of music out there. Somebody's done a music video with it. So, you know, if if the heavy metal, well, if the metal and the hard rock stuff is not your thing, you know, there's always classical music or show tunes or stuff from your favorite movies that have probably been done as a PMV. Yes. It's it's really cool to look through this and see all the different genres that have been done. And you've got everything from completely fan-made to um, already made, you know, to already well-known music done with clips from the show. Mm-hmm. And everything in between. Yes. And I do have to say, if you are a PMV fan, and we did not discuss your P- your 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 favorite PMV, we are sorry, but there are just so many out there that just like you know, um, animation. Um, what was his name again? Uh, animated James, I believe. Animated James. It's just because we don't know about it, and because there are there are just so many that you know there's no possible way that we can know about every single one of them. But just because we don't have a Facebook page anymore, we still have our Gmail account, which is mylittleponytalk at gmail dot com. You know, send us the link. We just might love it. 
Well, and it's always it's always great to know about more fan made comments. Yes. Because I mean, as I said, there's there's just some that are just well made. There are some that are great, and there are just some that are just up there in the awesome range. <laughs> I mean, heck, because of Pink Chaos, I now know of two new two new songs by two two. Two bands that I that I love, and it's just like you know, with the song um, "Bad Girls" by by MIA. Okay, I did not know about that song until I watched the movie Vampire Academy, and I only heard like a like a ten second clip. Of the song. <laughs> then I had to Google what the song was because, you know, it didn't give enough of the song for you to figure out what it was. And now it's on my favorites list on, on YouTube. <laughs> Actually, it's at the top. So it's the first song that plays every time I play my favorites list. Cool. <laughs> and now because of Pink Chaos, there are two new songs that are sitting on my favorites list. Awesome. Uh, I'm going to have to do that on the computer later. Sorry, trying to do something on the phone, and it's not quite working out the way I'd like it to. <laughs> but I can't use the computer since it's right next to the TV, and my boyfriend's watching TV. Ah. And I, I don't want you to have to hear the show he's watching, too. Because <laughs> he's watching Pawn Stars right now. Oh, I like that show. I do have to mention that I do I do want to remind people that um yes before we did mention that we were going to ask um Oh god, who were we going to ask back? Uh, uh I'm not sure. <laughs> Car Red Roses. We're going to ask Car Red Roses to come back on. Oh, yes, that's to talk right. about um, BronyCon, but unfortunately, unfortunately, um, she is extremely busy right now with work yeah, and I... will not be able to come on. 
I believe that she's got the New York uh, PonyCon coming up in February. Yes. Which is also on the... She's also on the committee for that. Yes, she is. And... But she did happen to send me the lineup for the for their um for the con. Oh cool. I will have to forward it to you. So that we can go ahead and um talk about it next week. Awesome. I was really hoping she was going to come on, and I was kind of hoping she was going to, you know, drag cheese salad, too. <laughs> that would have been nice, but we'll wrangle her at some point. Maybe if I get lucky enough where I could go to the Baltimore Brownie Con this year. Everybody cross your fingers and various appendages that can be crossed. That things come through and I can go. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know she helps organize that one too. Or I think she's involved with that one, but I'm not 100% sure. But I might be able to track her down there. Because I may not be able to make it go. to New York, but I can make it to Baltimore. There you go. Or Baltimore, yeah, she's as already- they call it when the con comes to town. <laughs> Yeah, and she's already has has already told me she will be in Chicago. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, at least one of us is going to be able to see her for sure then. Well, yeah, because you know I've already gotten I've already gotten my um, okay to go from um, awesome from my orthopedic. And the funniest thing was was I asked him, "Can I go to the to the?" To the to my little pony convention, <laughs> and he didn't even ask when it was going to be. Okay, his answer was yes. Go. Oh, have fun. <laughs> and it's like I sat there. I'm staring at him, kind of like, okay, and it's like. Don't you even want to know when it is? Sure, well, when apparently is it? That means he's confident and that you're doing well enough that it doesn't really matter when it is. You can just go. Exactly. Well, and then, actually, he I, I told him when it was, and he said, you went last year, didn't you? <laughs> well, that's true. And it's kind of more along the lines of you know, I know what to do, what what you know, so that you know I I keep myself safe. So, well, hopefully you'll be in much better shape when you go this year. As yes. far as. Your your knee and stuff. That is my hope too. 
because, gosh darn it, I want to be better. <laughs> Everybody wants you to be better. Bonnie Burns want you to be better, and they don't even understand what a knee is. <laughs> well, I'm glad they want me to be better, too. <laughs> well, of course they oh, do. Okay. <laughs> okay. I just realized something. What's that? Many of the people who had, who were in full pony costumes, pony con. Because oh. I'm currently on the um, website now, and I recognize several of these costumes. Cool. <laughs> One of which happens to be the pony that petted me. <laughs> Which I felt honored, you know. Most time, most times, it's you know us petting the ponies. This time, the pony pets you. Yes. But yeah, these the other costume, a couple of the other costumes, which I actually have pictures of, are actually shown on on the site. Cool. Be sneaky. You'll have to send me that link so I can look it up. But yes, we will go ahead and tell you more about Con, which yes, is coming up actually in two weeks. Oh, dang, yep. I can't believe January is almost over. Neither can I. Oh, boy. <gasps> Pony Con has another plushie. I must get the other plushie. (laughs) I have the original two plushies. Now I must have the third one. (laughs) Mmm, plushies. Uh, maybe next year. Maybe next year I'll have my stuff together that I can get a vendor's table at this thing, too. Well, that would be nice.
was about to say something else, but here we go. PlentyCon NYC. Actually, I was just about to. I was just about to send it to you, and I just got distracted by something. That's okay. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> Here you go. Probably yelling at yelling at me through in her mind, going, "I sent you the link already. You're supposed to know about it." She really <laughs> tried to get me to come last time she was on the show. I want to go. I do. But sometimes you just don't have the cash. Ooh, wild bird fund. Oh, plushies. <laughs> you see, the brown one is a new one. Oh, I like the Statue of Liberty one. I have that one. Oh, she's cute. She is. She is adorable. And then there's quality the apple ones, a cabbie. Oh, I wonder if you can just buy plushies. <laughs> this pre-order. Mm. Ah, just wait till next year when I go. Yeah, I can't go this year either because she goes, I, hopefully I get to see you sooner than than July, but if not, I'll see you in July. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm still under a no-fly zone. <laughs> Not only that, but I need to get a um I need to get a passport before I can fly. Stupid Illinois. Oh, you need to get a passport too? Yeah, stupid Illinois driver's licenses are no longer valid for federal buildings or or for flying. Oh, Italy, that's weird. If something about, you know, Illinois did not comply with a um with something, mm-hmm. and they had until January 10th to comply with it. Mm-hmm. And of course, Illinois is just stubborn and broke. Just want to do their own thing, huh? Yes. <laughs> that happens sometimes. Yes, that just definitely does. Definitely does. But I got to search for My phone is running out of power. And typically, that doesn't that typically signal, um, "Hey, silly, you need to end the show. I'm about to die here." <laughs> so it's okay. I just don't want the phone to die while we're talking. There we go. Got the cord in. We're good now. Well, I actually have to finish my dinner, and I actually still have, like, several charts I need, still need to finish. 
<laughs> oh, okay. Well, then I'll let you go so you can eat and finish your charts. I try. I actually did try, try very hard to get done before the show started. <laughs> I was even eating dinner while I was working. <laughs> I will admit I wolfed down half a Subway sandwich before the show started too. So, well, see, I wolfed down half of my dinner too. <laughs> I've just got the other half staring at me right now. And oh, well. crap. Dang it, I'm late taking my meds. Oh, well, you better take those. Yeah, because that means I'm going to be up later than I'm supposed to be. Darn it. All right, well, I'm going to let you go so you can take your meds, eat your dinner, and finish your charts. And then, and then I will try talk to you out. next week. Sounds good. And we will be back on our regular topic next week, I believe, yes. Uh, Yep, yep. We should be going back to, I think it's year two now of the yes, D4 we, line, since we just we finished year one. We starting year two, yes. Well, we, All we, right, we kind of flew through. We kind of flew through year one, but, of course, there wasn't very much to year one. No, there wasn't a whole lot. It was just, you know, a couple brushables and then a few other special ponies and then, like, maybe one or two play sets, and that was kind of it. Yeah, I think they were just kind of testing the waters. Like they do with every first year. Yeah. You know, they were kind of dipping their if anybody's in. interested and then throw the cool stuff out or Talk the yeah. cool stuff into the mix later on. Yeah, that was about it. Yeah, that's exactly what they did. Till next week, Pony Night Night. All right. Night Night, Amy. Talk to you later. Good night. night. Talk to you later. Bye bye. Is that it? Are we alone? <sighs> well, those were our top picks for pony music videos. We hope they they'll, they'll be yours too. So we'll see you again next week. Till then, happy pony hunting. Good night. <laughs>